As a mom, you wear a lot of hats, and sometimes it seems like you're going in a million directions at once. At the 29-Minute Mom, we want to give you the tools to bring it all under control and reach your highest potential. If you give us a few minutes, we'll help you find those extra hours you need every week to achieve balance and satisfaction in everything you're trying to get done. The 29-Minute Mom. It's time just for you. And now, here's your host, life's organization expert, author and coach, Jennifer Ford-Berry. Hello, everybody. This is Jennifer Ford-Berry back again with another episode of the 29-Minute Mom, where we know that every single minute counts. And today, my guest is Stephanie Peters. So excited for this interview. This is going to be so motivating for all of you listening today if you want to start living a life of purpose and of influence. Stephanie Peters is a national speaker, author, and serial entrepreneur. She started her first business at the age of 18 while attending high school. She shattered the glass ceiling and became the youngest female executive in one of the fasting growing companies in North America. Stephanie was determined to help women like herself find financial freedom and independence. As her movement grew, she founded Lady Boss Empire, an empowerment platform and resource center for female entrepreneurs. Besides building multiple businesses, she is the host of the Boss Life podcast, creator of the online course, The Boss Life Blueprint, certified John Maxwell coach, and savvy real estate investor. To learn more about Stephanie, we will send you to her website at the end of the show, The Boss Life TV. TheBossLife.tv. Welcome, Stephanie. Oh, thank you so much, Jennifer, for having me be a part of this. I It's been such a blessing getting to know you. <laughs> oh my gosh. So we're just going to go ahead and give like the listeners the inside scoop that we met because we were both um, part of a book launch team for Terry Savelle Foy. And um, we set up an appointment to talk on the phone. And I think we just decided we were kindred spirits with the same goals in mind or something like that, right? True story. As soon as we started chatting, I'm like, this is my soul sister. (laughs) (laughs) It's been so fun. And, you know, I I have a copy of your book. Anybody listening does not know the book already. It's called Unleash Your Lady Boss. You look absolutely amazing on the cover. And um, I started reading this book and it was kind of like, wow, I mean, we couldn't be more similar when it comes to our outlook on life and on business. So I'm super, super um, thrilled to have you on the show. Thank you so much for coming on. Oh, I am blessed. We're going to have some fun. (laughs) So we're going to jump right in. I have like lots of tabs in your book, um, lots of pink post-it notes. And (laughs) it's so funny because... Um, you know, what, one of the things that you and I have in common is we both start out in corporate America at a very young age as females. And we were, you know, we were working in, you know, an environment with a lot of men older than us. <laughs> and we know, you know, when I, when I heard that about you, I was like, oh, I know what was going on in her world. And I'm sure you know what was going on in mine. And it's funny because when you were sharing in the book, Um, And I want you to kind of just share the story with the listeners about when you were working at your company and you decided that you were going to be the top exec the following year at a award ceremony, you know, an older gentleman looked at you like with a smirk on his face. And as soon as he did that, you decided you were going to show him who was Lady Boss. (laughs) So um, It's so funny because I remember having that same experience in my 
early 20s. So go ahead and tell us that story. Yes. Well, at the beginning of my just jumping out in faith and starting out as an entrepreneur, working with this Inc. 500 company, I was so excited about going after my dreams and my God-given potential and paying that forward. But very few people believed in me from day one. And I mean, there wasn't a, in, in reality, let's call it reality. I had no prior business experience. I didn't know what I was doing. 18 years old, blonde, like who's going to take me serious? <laughs> so, you know, I don't, I don't fault the guy who basically, basically told me where to go. And I don't fault the guy for telling me that I couldn't do it. But literally, it became the ammunition to really create that or it ignited my soul of, you know what, I'm going to show him who's boss, and I'm not going to let anyone call the shots. And so I remember sitting across the table at an awards gala. And I said, next year at this time, I will walk across stage as a senior director. And well, because he had asked me, like, what are your goals? What are you wanting to accomplish? And I told him exactly that. And he looked at me, he looked at me like, um, from the top to the bottom. And he said, I'll believe it when I see it. oh 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 like I'm a spitfire by nature like game on like if he wouldn't have done that I don't know if I would actually got there so more power to both of us that you know I don't want anyone to ever tell me what I can or can't do and there were so many rock bottom moments in my journey but I think it really they happen for a purpose and a reason yeah absolutely I mean I don't know about you but I learned so much from being a young female working with almost all men. Um, Anything from, you know, just how to handle yourself and also how to stick up for yourself. But then some of my begin, you know, in the early years, some of my manage, my managers or people ahead of me, they really did have faith in me as a young female. And looking back, I'm like, that was pretty cool because some of them became mentors for me and they wanted me to succeed. So it was just, you know, everybody always thinks that, you know, the good old boys club is all bad, but sometimes you can learn a lot from them. Oh, very much so. Even one of my really, really good friends, Jason from New York, I remember listening to a CD series way back when, as I was really starting to build up my team. And I heard him and he had really um, blazed a trail for young people. And I was like, wow, if Jason can do it, I can do it. So I called him up and I said, Jason, you don't know who I am. My name is Stephanie Peters. I just want to let you know how much I appreciate you. And I heard your CD series and it gave me hope that I can actually crush my goals. And I want to say thank you for that. And he took me underneath his wing and we are literally like best friends to date. And he has taught me so much about just everything that I needed to know in order to soar. Yeah. I love that. It's so amazing. Um, so, you know, in your book, you talk about your, the, you know, the subtitle, by the way, to give people more information is 10 keys to unlock your ultimate life and ignite the greatness within. One of the things too, that I was cracking up when I read um, that you actually quote Marianne Williamson in your book, who is like my all time favorite author. Mm. And she, you know, you have a quote in here that I just want to say quick, that is so powerful, where she says, you're playing small does not to serve the world. There is nothing enlightened about shrinking so that other people won't feel insecure around you. Um, I feel like people, you know, women especially need to hear that, that if you are trying to hide your light just to make other people feel better or to not like outshine your girlfriends, you are not 
you're not living up to the full potential that God created for you here. Um, I think that one of the things that's really cool is that when you were super young, you were already willing to step out in faith and to do that. And a lot of women, they're still really insecure when they're young and they don't learn that until later on in life. So tell us a little bit about what gave you the confidence to do that at such a young age? Well, I've always been a very stubborn German. I'm three-fourths German, one-fourth Dutch. (laughs) My mom and dad, I'm so grateful and thankful. They've always breathed so much life and belief into me. But I think the tipping point for me was, I can remember it like it was yesterday. I was, oh, I was working with the company for about six months at that point. I had just gotten back from studying abroad in Costa Rica. And I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to blow this up on another level. And I just remember just diving into the field, just getting dirty. And day after day, I was getting no after no after no after no. And I I really started to question myself. And I'm like, is this really where God wants me? Am I really in the smack dab middle of his will? Like, I feel like this is what I'm supposed to be doing, but I'm really starting to doubt myself. And I remember going um, to this networking event where the average age of the person in the networking event was probably about 50 years old, like older guy or middle-aged guy. And I'm feeling so uncomfortable, but I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to keep giving it to God, blessing and releasing it, like marrying the process, divorcing the results and the results will come. So I remember asking this guy. Wait a second. um, Let's just repeat that part. That's such a good uh, quote, marrying the process and yeah. divorcing the result. The, the result. Yeah. Oh, love it. Okay. Okay. So good. The results will come. So I remember just asking this guy out to coffee and just sharing with him a little bit more about what I do. And we were sitting at Starbucks in Edina and I walk into to the coffee shop. I buy him a coffee. I start going through what I do. And literally five minutes in, he says, stop. He says, do you really think you're going to be successful with that? And I already told him how old I was. And he's like, you're 18. You have no prior business experience. Why don't you go get a real job and make something of your life? <laughs> and I, and he, he literally wrote me a whole page. Like I'll, I'll stop there and, and not share all the details, but I was devastated. I literally packed up all my stuff and I said, you know what? I, I got to go because tears were like welling up in my eyes. And I remember just like running out to my car cause I couldn't keep it together. And you know, you're, you're this 18 year old dramatic blonde that's riding the emotional roller coaster of business and sales. And I just remember calling up my mom and bawling and said, mom, I can't do this. I don't have what it takes. And she's like, oh, you know, Steph, come on over to my house. We'll go around the pond. We call it the therapy pond. I love that part. <laughs> we'd walk around one time and she'd make life all better. And uh, then she was feeling exhausted and I was feeling like I could conquer the world again. Like she's the ultimate cheerleader. We call like, I just want to meet your mom, please. I mean, oh. when I read that in the book, I was like, you're so blessed to have a mom like that. Oh, I, I can't even put into words how crazy grateful I am for her yeah. in my life. Like ultimate cheerleader. But the funny thing is God knew what he was doing that day because the first time around the pond, didn't make things any better. I'm like, wow, mom's not working her magic today. She's like, oh, let's go around one more time. And I'm like, I'm a hot, a hot mess. I have mascara going everywhere. I can hardly breathe. I'm just crying so hard. And the second time around, it's not feeling any better. And I yell at my mom and I said, you know what? I'll never be successful at this. And like, there was a flip of a switch. And she said, you know what? You're right. 
You can either stand the heat or you can get out of the kit out of the kitchen. Entrepreneurship is not for everyone. Obviously, it's not for you. <laughs> and I was like, I don't know if my mom has ever had that hardcore of a conversation with me. And I was hot. I was so mad. And I just like screamed at her. And I was like, you, you, I can't even believe that my own mother doesn't believe in me anymore. Like, what am I supposed to do? And I remember running up the driveway, slamming the door in her face. I have yet, I have apologized since then. <laughs> but I ran down the stairs. I locked myself in the bathroom and I just looked myself in the mirror and I just remember saying, God, this is what I thought I was supposed to do. And I'm going nowhere super fast. I feel like I can't even hear you. Mm-hmm. And I heard this still small voice saying, when you can get yourself out of the, your own way and you can really decide that this is about empowering other people to step up into their God-given potential, I will open doors that no man can shut. But between now and then, you can keep doing what you've always done and you're going to keep getting the results you've always gotten. Mm, I love that. And, I love it. Oh, I was, I was speechless. I just like t- got my breath back and I just, I started bawling again. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> and I'm like, God, I'm so, so, so sorry. And I, I'm going to write down my why I'm going to write down. And I don't care how long it t- takes me to get to senior and exact. I'm just going to keep impacting for the kingdom And I'm going to let you take care of the results. And I'm just going to keep loving on people and doing my part. And I'm going to work like everything depends on me. And I'm just going to be praying like it all depends on you because I know that it does. Mm. And that literally, uh, it was just crazy, Jennifer. Like that was the tipping point where when I just like blessed it, released it, gave it to God and just like put my head down and worked for the kingdom. That was when like... I became the youngest female senior director with the company, youngest female executive director in the company. And not to say that there weren't hard times along the way between that and when I actually accomplished those goals, but I had made the decision so strong in my heart and my heart was right. And there was not a going back. It was a burning the boats and it became a heck of a lot easier because I had my head in the right spot. Yeah. And we... You know, it's interesting because we talked about that before the show starts about the difference of being in business and having to control everything and come up with your own plan, your own ideas. And the the other side of it where you just say, you know what, God, you're my business partner and I'm going to do it your way and then trusting. So even though there's times where you want to give up, you still have to remind yourself to keep on trusting because the whole reason that anybody is going to go after their purpose and live this way is because it's not to glorify our name, my name, your name, somebody else's name. It's to glorify his name. Exactly. And the crazy thing about it is that he has a specific plan in mind for every single person listening right now that he had in his mind for your life before you were even born. And so that's why it's your walk through these difficult things. That's why for like you, that one person saying you can't make it just gave you more ambition because God knew what he was doing the whole way. And I think that me, you know, being an organizer, I've shared before that when you're an organizer, you always like a plan. <laughs> and I used to, I remember being so caught up in the perfect plan that I would forget that God was in charge. But when you remind yourself that God's in charge, it gives you this, like it's a huge weight off your shoulders that, you know, even if it doesn't happen today, it's going to happen. Everything's going to be 
okay and be of his will as long as you keep on praying. You know, God, use me. God, you know, I want to see your will done in my life. And it's so much more powerful. Oh, well, and I, I, I totally agree with that. And kind of one of my mantras is different than I expected but better than I ever imagined. Because yes. I think always in our mind, especially being very organized and having the plan and working the plan, like we always have that ideal of what it looks like. And then we just execute trying to get towards that. But I think that's the beautiful journey of we'll keep working towards that. But sometimes God can shift our heart and God's ways are higher than our ways. And it's just amazing when we say, you know what, I'm just going to keep working towards this. And I even talk to girlfriends where they're like, I don't know that next best step. We'll take that next best step, even if you don't know if it's quite the right one, because God can't drive a parked car. Like just keep moving forward and he's going to, you know, steer you to the right or to the left, but he needs you to start getting to action and he will guide your steps as you go along. Okay. So let's talk about that for a second, because in your book, you talk about the number one reason why women slam on their brakes and don't pursue their passion is because of fear. Yes. And it bas- you basically go on to say we fear the unknown, we fear what people will think, and we fear what that we don't have what it takes. Let me just say that anybody that is anywhere successful in life had the exact same fears because we're human. Mm-hmm. And so you're if you're fearing those things right now and that's stopping you from taking a step in the right direction and to go for God, then you are never going to get out of the parked car because everybody, he wants the people that are going to say, yeah, I'm scared, but I still put my trust in you. Mm-hmm. And that's going to be the difference between the person that makes it to you know, fulfilling a life of purpose and those that don't. And so the thing about it is, is that everybody has those fears. It's just a matter of constantly reminding yourself that he is bigger than those fears. And one of the things too, is that I really love um, in your book where you talk about writing your story with your own pen. And I'm just going to go ahead and read this part of your book because I think women seriously need to hear this. So if you're driving or you're cleaning or you're chasing kids, this is a part to listen to. Rule number one of becoming a legendary lady boss. When writing the story of your life, don't let anybody else hold the pen, including your spouse, your parents, your friends, coworkers. They don't get to shape how you want to be remembered. They don't get to decide your life You do. You have the opportunity right now to write your ultimate life story. I think that is like, you know what women need to hear right now, Steph? It's just the permission that if they have, if this, if you're hearing what Stephanie is saying and you have that little voice inside of you saying, man, I have a dream. I have something that I want to go after, but I'm just waiting for, like you said, the perfect time. There's no perfect time. Okay, girls, there's no perfect time. You just have to put one foot in front of the other. You have to get, you have to take some sort of action to show God you're serious. Mm -hmm. You know, don't you think that most women are like, I hear that all the time. I'm going to wait for, I'm not going to have a baby until I have a house and I'm not going to get a house until I'm making this much money and I'm not going to get married until I have the job making this much money. And it's like, girlfriend, there's no perfect time. For anything. <laughs> Amen. And the way I say it is you have to learn to be your own permission slip. Like at the end of the day, your the dream that God has put on your heart has not been put on anyone else's heart on the planet. You're the only one 
that knows what you're supposed to be doing, where you're supposed to be going, and no one else can tell you otherwise. But I think sometimes when we live in such a fast-paced society and we let everybody inundate us, what we should be doing, how much we should be making, where we should be living, the type of person we should be marrying, the type of career we should be in, we don't know what end is up because we don't take time to listen to that still, small voice. We know the right answers, but we just don't take enough time to be still and know and listen to his voice. And when we do get to that place, it is amazing how there is clarity in there. And if people on the outside don't understand it, that's okay. That's not on us. That's on them. And when you do go after those things, you know, people are going to be like blown away at the type of results. They don't get it from the get go. Like I think I've even seen it on Pinterest is at first, they're basically going to tell you that they're crazy or that you're crazy. And then the next piece is, you know, a couple years later they're going to ask if you're hiring like don't worry about them (laughs) (laughs) yes isn't that true (laughs) I even had a guy funny enough that we got together over coffee and I ran him through my business model and he's like oh yeah yeah definitely not interested a hundred times a hundred like never would be interested he told me where to go and I was like that's cool you know I'm just here to bless people and if it's not for you that totally doesn't matter to me I'm just <laughs> so funny. Literally a year later, he called me up and he's like, I hear you're like crushing it in that business. I'm like, Oh, yeah, that thing you wanted to do nothing. <laughs> and he's like, Yeah, I just want to sit down and make sure that we would be that I would I wouldn't be interested. And so we literally got together for coffee. He is one of the he's got some of the biggest volume to date on my team. It's hilarious that it's no now is not no later. It's just a matter of you just keep owning you. And it's amazing how people's eyes will be opened and you're just loving your life regardless. You're living your best life. (laughs) Yes. Yes. I love that. Um, It's funny on page 81, you, you have these four squares and you have the hot mess, the lady boss, the yes girl and the rookie. (laughs) And it's so cute because the lady boss is designing her dream life, productive collaborations, creating creative content, propelling your purpose forward. And then the rookie (laughs) is mindlessly scrolling through Pinterest, watching Netflix obsessively, mall marathons, major time stealers. The point is that no matter who you, you know, what kind of success book you read, the bottom line is people that are successful are intentional with their time, right? Yes, yes. I am such an advocate of, I'm even putting this together in my next book of helping people to take action on their dreams and putting together a game plan of what's your daily mode of operation? What's your dream routine? What does your ideal week look like? What does your ideal month look like? Because so many people are like, oh yeah, I want to start my own business. I want to do this. I want to do that. And they are all over the board and they don't have a clear cut game plan and they're just like grasping at straws. And it's like, I love to help women, especially in like my coaching calls and things like literally put together step by step by step on what they should be doing because they otherwise they get shiny object syndrome, squirrel syndrome, and they feel like they are all over the board. And so it's like, Oh, girlfriend, like focus, I think is one of the major, major keys that a lot of entrepreneurs are missing. And so it's so exciting to help them to ground themselves in that power plan. Absolutely. And, you know, I, I, everybody that I coach, we go through time management Mm -hmm. and I cannot believe 
the amount of people that don't know the basics of time management. Nobody's ever taught them. So they're basically like every day they're in a nutshell winging it and they're not planning out their week ahead of time. So I always tell people to pick like a specific day of the week, usually a Friday afternoon or a Sunday evening or something like that, where you're going to plan out the next week. Because if you don't, you know, take that 24 hours and do something with it, with an intentional plan, somebody else will take those 24 hours from you. And at the end of the week, it's kind of like what people say about their money. Like, where did it go? They, they won't even know where their time went. So if you want to start making a dream that you've had for a long time come true, the best place you can start is looking at your schedule and saying, you know what? It could be as simple as I'm going to start reading for a half hour a day. I'm going to start listening to podcasts on my way to work. I'm going to start you know, um, a time management program or a coaching program. I'm going to work with somebody. I'm going to get a mentor, something. And then you make time for it to happen. And then when somebody else says, hey, can you do this at Wednesday at noon? You have to look at your schedule and say, no, sorry, I'm booked. I have something going on before you say yes to another mall trip. <laughs> right? I love that. I love that. I, I And I can learn so much from you, Jennifer. Like I feel like I'm at a place where I'm pretty decently organized, but there's always room for growth, right? <laughs> always. I mean, and that's the thing. We're all a work in progress. So, and you know, I always say I want to grow until I die. Like I never want to stop growing. I never want to stop learning. And other women and that, you know, you talk about in your book about how important it is to create a tribe. And one of the things that I think is really, really amazing is when you create, you get your life surrounded with like-minded women that want to lift you up, not push you down. And I, you know, having a 16 year old daughter, we talk about what a real friend is a lot. And not to, not to say that your tribe is necessarily a friend, but I always tell my daughter that real friends want you to be skinnier, richer, healthier, have a bigger house, a better car. They want those things for you because if they don't, then they're insecure and they're going to feel better the smaller you play. So it's the same thing with a tribe. Let's talk about that for a couple oh, minutes. Well, I, I think literally you live and die with the tribe that surrounds you. Like you are, I'm sure everyone has heard this, but you truly are a combination of the five of your five closest friends, the books that you read and the places that you go. And may I add podcasts that you listen to? <laughs> yes. Ding, ding. So, so crucial. And the other thing that I say all the time to the women that I coach is if you're the smartest person in the room, you're in the wrong room. In order for you to go to that next level in your life, up level, you have got to surround yourself with those people where iron sharpens iron. And, you know, one can put a thousand to flight, two can put 10,000 to flight. Like there is so much power in getting yourself in a mastermind, get yourself in a group coaching program. You know, who is your coach? Who's the person that's taking you to that next level? Like I actually have four different types of tribes that I surround myself with. One that is like a thousand, you know, miles in front of me that I get really inspired by. Then I have like the the people that I'm working synergistically with, a lot of my partners that are at a very similar level and we're all helping each other on regular check-ins. And then I've got my team who's like my VA and my personal assistant and, you know, other people like that that are helping the business to scale. And then I've got the people that I give back to that no matter, like I'm just giving to them on another level and there's really no, no way that they can give back because I just think that's the right thing to do. And it's amazing when you have that type of team and tribe in place, all bets are off. Mm. Ladies, you need to hear that. I mean, 
we don't we need to stop we need to get out of each other's way not just our own way we need to start embracing there's so much when you realize that your purpose and the plan god has for you was made specifically for you based on your gifts your talents your personality your circumstances everything then you also realize that it's helping another woman succeed is not going to cut you down at all you're not going to give anything away that god has in store for you and so there's plenty to go around. That's why we need to be, you're actually going to be blessed 10 times more by giving and by sharing. Um, you know, it's just, it's funny. I remember like when my first, when I was writing my very, very first book, um, I like, you know, idolized Peter Walsh. She was on Oprah every week talking about organizing. And I was like, oh, I was like in love with Oprah and in love with Peter Walsh. And I just wanted to be like them. And I just remember just thinking, what if I reached out to Peter Walsh and asked him if he would give me advice on, you know, my book. And I did. And he said, yes, because he's just like another normal person. And I remember him saying, um, you know, Jennifer, write a book, not for the money, but because you have a message to share that's uniquely your own. And it's like, that was huge to me because I realized that I didn't have to write a book like any other person did. I needed to write it the way I wanted to write it. And based on what I personally thought and the words God gave me, I didn't have to worry about um, what would sell and what wouldn't. And so I just think if you are looking at something and you want to do something that somebody else is already doing, reach out. They probably will say yes. And if they say no, who cares? Reach out to somebody Absolutely. else. Absolutely. <laughs> well, I mean, even you watched my video that I did on Facebook Live not all too long ago. I remember putting on my first big book launch and I was like, who would be some really amazing sponsors? Long story short, I made a list. I literally walked into the Mall of America and some people were like, oh, I'd never do that. That's that really scary to like walk in and talk to someone that you don't know. And I'm like, well, they weren't a sponsor before. If I walk out of the mall and they're not a sponsor after, nothing's changed. And I don't need to share this story. But what if they sponsor it? First place I walked into, Victoria's Secret, the literally the manager looked at me and she's like, absolutely not. We've never done anything like that. We're not open to it. We have the angels. I was like, okay, that went differently in my head. <laughs> and then I walked into Calvin Klein, pitched the next gal the exact same way. And she said, well, we've never done anything like that, but I'll call the Cal um, the manager in California and see what happens. She called me back within the hour and she said, yep, we're absolutely super excited about sponsoring the event. We're going to give water bottles to everyone in the audience and we will sponsor all the outfits for the fashion show. And I have now become great friends with Angie and I actually helped her get a job when she transitioned out of Calvin Klein. So you never love, know, you don't know. You just don't know. So yeah. get out there and ask for what you want. And it's amazing how things, you know, just happen in your favor. Yes. So I know we could talk for another 29 minutes, but the show is called 29 Minute Mom, so we're going to have to cut it off there. And I just want everyone to know that if you want to see more of Stephanie, um, she's actually going to be coming to my Created Order Conference, um, which is taking place in Charlotte, North Carolina on June 29th next year, 2019. Um, you can find out more information about Stephanie, you can find out more information about the Created Order Conference by going to jenniferfordberry.com and we'll have a link to Stephanie's website um, and then you can link from there to her book. But we're super excited that you're coming to Charlotte, Steph, and um, we're going to have a conference that will help. If you listen to this today and you want 
to make a major change in your life next year, then this is the conference for you to come to. It's going to be full of women that are doing life with God and they're living on purpose. And um, we're just excited you're going to be there, Steph. Well, Jennifer, thank you so much for the invitation. I am so excited about adding value. If you're putting it on, it is going to be a party. I can't wait to endorse it for all my lady bosses in my tribe. (laughs) Oh, I love it. So exciting. Well, thank you, everybody. Thank you, Steph. Thank you, everyone that listened today. We're so glad you took time out of your busy day to join us here at the 29-Minute Mom. And we look forward to talking to you again soon. Have a great day.